meditation, 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 depending on the quality of my mind. You know, there's good days and bad days. I mean, feel like the waterfall of thoughts. Every now and then, a nice calm. Can't think of anything. This is meditation in the city. The Shambhala New York podcast. Thank you for listening to the Meditation in the City podcast. My name is Francesca, and I'm your host. The title of this episode is Sustainability of a Fresh Start. In our meditation practice and in our everyday lives, we always have the opportunity to make a fresh start. When we get caught by our stories, by our emotions, by our memories and plans, we are presented with the chance to notice and to come back to the present moment. Reminders are everywhere, if we only look. Today we are joined by Caroline DeMaio. Caroline is a longtime Shambhala Buddhist practitioner and teacher. She is a retired school library media specialist and an avid reader. Caroline lives with her husband, Sal, in the hills of Barnet, Vermont, where she spends her time biking, hiking, and cross-country skiing with her Black Lab Pepper. Here's Caroline to take away the discussion. Fresh start. It's actually the sustainability of a fresh start, but fresh start we're going to start with. Uh, so it sounds so great, fresh start. Those S's, it... Uh, I think thinking fresh start gets us back to start anyway, just thinking it. Um, it's part of our meditation instruction and practice, the idea that, uh, you know, at any time when we get caught or off or away from being present, that we notice and we come back, we can make a fresh start. Just no accumulation of uh, anything, just dropping it, coming back to being present with our practice. Um, when I think about it, I realize that uh, starting, where does the start begin? And the idea of a sustainability of a fresh start is almost like an oxymoron or, I mean, a, uh, yeah, sort of a Cohen, we could say. How do you sustain a fresh start if it's just a fresh start? So I think that when we think about our meditation practice um, and anything really, that it begins with our intention, with our intention to do whatever it is we're going to do. We had an intention to come tonight. And so we had to register, think about it, put the time aside and so forth. When we're going to our meditation uh, practice, we we need to say, yes, we're going to do, I'm going to sit for half an hour this morning. And so there's the intention of doing it. And then there's the arranging of it, the registering or the uh, arranging of our shrine room or our meditation cushion, our um, turning our phone off and saying, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, so uh, arranging it so it's comfortable and arranged and the dog is outside or whatever it is that's going to, um, you know, we don't want to be distracted. So we're going to be there. And then there's the doing of it. And so, you know, often when I think about it, that's our fresh start there. 
Um, but then there's the actual fact that, you know, it's we, we take our seat, we feel our breath, and we go off, you know, and um, happens all the time as humans, we're thinking, thinking beings. So we know that our thoughts are have somehow need to be part of this meditation process. So noticing those thoughts and gently, however it might be, coming back, leaving them and coming back is this sort of traditional thing that we talk about in meditation practice and fresh start. But uh, I noticed today when I was practicing meditation, I had um, I knew it was going to be a sort of short session in the midst of others because I was doing a retreat this this week with some people online. And the whole like 20 minute session, I was just completely obsessed with my thoughts and my thinking and my planning. And, and I was aware of it. You know, I, I'd, I was like, OK, this is what I'm talking about tonight. But I really want to sit here and talk and think about this important thought that I have. And um, that's fine. We can do that. And we do do that. I have a good friend who's a meditation instructor. She says, I love to think. And yes, we do we love to think. But here we are, um, this idea that we have an intention to practice. And we have an awareness of putting this time aside and then we notice the difference between being caught and coming back. And what is that coming back? I mean, what is there there? It's just that freshness of the present moment as compared to our habitual caught up thinking. And um, a lot of the fresh start, I think, is noticing, just noticing the difference. How does it feel? Sometimes we just don't want to come back to the present because it's too boring or it's there's nothing here. But that fact of uh, practicing and coming back again and again, we start building a muscle of coming back, a muscle, a, um, an allegiance to coming back, to being present with our awareness. And there's a sort of deliciousness that can develop that we feel about that presentness doesn't mean we don't go off again, but we start building that muscle to come back to the present. Trumpa Rinpoche, Chojem Trumpa Rinpoche. Um, I just recently read a piece that I hadn't seen before about meditation, and he really emphasizes how you can take a break. He says, there's no problem. Keep your posture, but take a break. Think about something else or... Just say to my, yourself, you're taking, but keep the posture and then come back, come back, come back. He says, you can take 60 breaks in an hour. He said, some of the traditions say that you take, we take a hundred breaks in an hour. Each time we're off is the break and we come back and it's fine. It's, a, it's actually part of the practice. And it's important to notice is the thing. What's the difference? This is a quote from him. Taking a break is not regarded as a failure. 
It doesn't mean that you cannot sit properly or that you are not an ideal meditator. So please don't blame yourself. Please don't think that you are bad or unable to sit. Instead, whenever things get too tangled up, just cut it right there. Give the whole thing up and start fresh. Starting fresh means coming back to your posture, to your awareness of your head and shoulders, and then going back to the breath. And he, then he says, practice is very simple as long as you keep your posture, but it is hard to do. <laughs> we don't have to count down to come back or say anything to ourselves. Oh, I think I'm going to come back or whatever. Just come back. Just come back. As soon as we think it. We're relaxing with ourselves. We're not trying to accomplish anything. We're not keeping track here. We're trying to understand something, our mind and how it works. Trumpa Rinpoche says, accomplishing is different from understanding. To accomplish something, you have to push, to crank up your machine, you drive fast, you talk fast, accomplish fast. However, if you are trying to understand something, pushing doesn't help. In, in talking about this idea of coming back and just being with ourselves, we're making friends with ourselves, we say. You know, we feel so excited about meeting our friend for a cup of coffee and spending some time with them. And can we feel that same sort of friendliness and excitement about being with ourselves. Of course, it's a, a big question these days and something that we have a lot of time to contemplate, I'm sure, every one of us. So um, this coming back to the idea of sustainability of a fresh start and how interesting that idea is and this idea of um, paying attention to our intention and arranging a situation, doing whatever we're going to do, and then maybe a contemplation at the end of it is something that we do in many ways in our lives. And um, I found it helpful to think about examples in my life. And, and there are two that I was just going to talk about. One is, is making a fire, starting a fire. Probably everybody here doesn't start a fire frequently, but we live in the woods in Vermont and we have a big wood oil boiler in our basement and we like to burn wood, you know, as much as we can. And of course, as we said, it's been 10 below and so forth. So I go down and light a fire pretty regularly in the furnace. And, um, but in order for all of that to happen, we had to decide to get wood we used to, at my husband Sal is on the screen here. This is before, I, don't, I shouldn't say we because he did this before me. He would get wood with a horse out of the woods, drag wood out of the woods, cut a, cut a tree and drag it out of the woods with a horse. Anyway, we're not having to do that. We order our wood, it gets delivered. We get some young folk to put it away in our basement. So there's a whole process there the arrangement of the wood. And then I have to go down and light a fire in the morning. And I actually, I shouldn't say have to, I really enjoy it. 
and I go down and I need newspaper and I need cardboard and I need kindling and then I light the fire and then I go up and get a cup of coffee and then you know if I get distracted the fire goes out you know if I get a phone call and I forget I started it I might have to do it all over again but generally so this attention coming back to being present uh, coming back is coming back to putting wood in the fire. And uh, the other example, I, I very much appreciated, I don't know if people saw it, but there was a lovely um, graphic that came that Francesca, who's one of the New York people who I think does the advertising, did for this talk. And uh, I thought that was such a great image for sustainability of a fresh start a seed, a sprout. And um, I'm a gardener. And um, this is the time of year that I start planning a garden. I was actually just looking at this today. This is Johnny's seeds. Beautiful, luscious vegetables and fruit and um, flowers. So, so a garden, we start by intention. I need to order the seeds. I'm going to do that soon. And then they come and I might start them in little pots and so forth, and then put them outside eventually when it's warmer, because a ways down the road. Um, but then the garden needs to have manure, compost. I have to figure out how far the seeds are apart from each other. And then you know, you've got the seeds in the ground, that would be like leaving the fire if I just left them alone, because they need to be watered, and it might get too hot, might get too sunny, I have to, you know, it's like taking care, tending, nourishing the garden. And then if I'm lucky, I get produce. Not always, it doesn't always happen. So that's the idea here is that sustainability in my understanding, takes a process, you know, that the fresh start is always happening. Um, Pema says, Pema children, I'm assuming people know who Pema is, each moment is an opportunity to make a fresh start. I mean, each moment, that's like, that's even more often than 60 times in an hour coming back. So, I think that's kind of what I have to say about sustainability of a fresh start. Um, and we could have a discussion or questions or people's experiences of fresh start or what that means to you as far as your practice goes, anything like that. Um, hi, Carolyn, thank you so much uh, for sharing. Um, I really appreciate it. It was interesting um, talking about fresh starts because I, I love, I love to begin things. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do is um, to, to get a spark of inspiration and then start something. I, um, I work in the arts. So that's something that's very much a part of um, my my practice in that way, but um, I'll speak to the meditation um, side of it. It's interesting um, 
because I, I'll always be enthusiastic to uh, start meditating. But once I start to get frustrated with my thoughts, <laughs> the enthusiasm quickly dissipates and I end up going into a kind of circular motion of um, berating myself. And I actually find that uh, is what I'm trying to also work through, not only in my meditation practice, but also in my work. So um, I just, any thoughts you have on that? Yeah, well, I, you know, that's the thing is that we, we give ourselves such a hard time. I mean, I, as far as your work, but, but it's very similar, you know, mm-hmm. we give ourselves such a hard time as far as what we, our expectations, we have all of these expectations about how it's going to go. Meditation, I, I think that I should not be, I'm a bad meditator, like Trumpa Rinpoche said, you're, you know, take a break, come back. It doesn't matter how many times, even if we sit and think for the whole time, we're still sitting with ourselves, whatever it is that's coming up. That's who we, that's who we are and what's in our mind. Now we try to come back to a sense of noticing how we can drop it, drop that tangle, drop that whole, you know, that thing that the fact that we can be so caught on that thing that, and that there's a difference between that whole idea, conceptual, whatever it is, and coming back to the present. I mean, whatever, you know, we, we often don't even notice that present because it's, what is it? It's open space. And we feel very uncomfortable in that space. But there is a sort of, freshness that's been my experience the idea that you can recognize that there is a just a a a relaxation in coming back and leaving um whatever that as far as meditation goes whatever we're caught in thank you caroline you're welcome anybody else have thoughts on this and or anything yeah, Bill. Um, thanks, Caroline and, and Evelyn too. I mean, I this did didn't I hear you say during your talk that at some point I realized that thoughts will be part of my practice. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I mean that that's like I, that's very important. I think if like if I actually got that, then that would take care of about 90% of what I'm trying to accomplish when I'm meditating because then now I'm just accommodating something that I realize is going to be there anyway, whether I try to eradicate it or accept it or whatever attitude I have. So that was, that was very helpful. And then once that attitude arises, then that's kind of, is that what you mean by the sustainability of, you know, that then I can relax because I'm, I don't battle. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. That was yeah, helpful. that's really, that's thank you, Bill. That's helpful. I mean, I, I think that the, that contemplating sustainability is is a good thing to contemplate. Whether it, you know, um, yeah, 
creating the environment for ourselves to be friends with ourselves and to practice regardless of what's going on. I just wanted to add something to what you said and that's sort of dovetailing off of recent comments, which is um, that to, to me, the sustainability um, of a fresh start is um, acknowledging that when I decide to start fresh, it may not always be accompanied by a sense of relief or like good feelings or, um, you know, I always think about it on this like neurochemical level, like there may not be like a rush of endorphins sort of like patting me on the back that I've decided to start fresh. And so sometimes starting fresh in that way can actually feel hard because I don't feel like, I don't have like the cheerleading from the inside, I guess. Um, sometimes but so I guess to me the sustainability of a fresh start the word like commitment comes up like just committing to turning to the fresh start which is why I really love the image that you introduced of cutting the tangle because from I can speak personally that when I see a tangle there's so much of me that wants to untangle and then run around and be like, look at everybody, I untangled it. <laughs> um, but to see the tangle and in certain situations, just quietly walk up to the tangle and like cut it and then turn away and sit back down with myself um, is a really liberating image. So I thank you for that. Thank you, Nina. I think that's that's really helpful to think about commitment. In you know, uh, it's 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 such a path, and and I realize that I gave these sort of um, well, the gardening thing. You know, of course, I'm very excited about my garden. This is when it's you know, yes, fresh, 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 and it's hard hard to maintain. And it's hard to maintain a meditation practice as well. The only thing that we have is that we recognize the, well, the hard work and the worthiness of the hard work, you know, of coming back, coming back to the, you know, our art that we're, you know, whatever it is, some new project, it's always so exciting in the beginning. And then it's just, there's a slog. There's a kind of, where, where was that inspiration? But coming back to the inspiration, remembering, and anyway. Thank you for sharing that. I was going to share, um, so as I mentioned, I'm in Atlanta, so I'm connected with the Atlanta Center. And they're in the same kind of situation. There's nothing happening in person. Everything's been online, but just thinking about the past two years. And um, I started I started my meditation practice about five years ago, going through a lot of the curriculum and the different levels. And then boom, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> 
So um, very easily kind of flipping back into uh, uh, the old habitual ways of thinking and not practicing, um, not having a regular practice. And so just really getting to a place of, okay, so where do I start again? Where am I on my, in my, you know, in the curriculum and, you know, what, what class should I take? And, and it is so much like being on the cushion when you just realize it's like, you just begin again, you just go back to sitting, you know, that, that, that freshness and that reminding yourself of that kind of touch and go and um, not clinging tight to one thing or another, but just just bring yourself back. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, thank you, Terry. I, I think this has been just so challenging. Um, I mean, aside from the fact that life is, you know, challenging altogether, but um, particularly, you know, talking about maintaining our practice and our connection with people altogether. And um, we have the zoo, uh, the the zoom zoom of and this weird place where we do have something right, but. Um, you know, uh, I, I think it's really challenging. I, th- I think it's the hardest thing that's that's happened for us to have our Shambhala Center close is because we don't really, we have people who have joined us online and they've never been in the center. And um, it's sort of like being on a spaceship going to, you know, one of those out, those planets that they haven't discovered yet. You know, I just was watching a, sci-fi movie about that we were the only people you know the only people on the spaceship heading towards something um anyway thank you for that terry i don't have an answer for that (laughs) other than to find more things online (laughs) um thank you caroline i think it's an excellent topic for sustainability for fresh start um, every day I go to the hospital and work and uh, it's the being the mindfulness of having that sustain, sustainability for a fresh start and sitting and, and having vows every day to try to follow through and learn from that and to be positive. And through that and sitting and, and having that time has been so helpful to me. Um, I haven't really partaken in groups because I'm out all day. So I've been doing it on my own. It's very peaceful and and very uh, fulfilling for the sustainability. And to be mindful of that and uh, it just clears your mind and your heart and the direction that one wants to be, to feel whole within the, you know, the meditation. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had a lot of vegetable gardens. <laughs> I think <laughs> this has been the toughest garden to keep going. <laughs> Is this, uh, you know, with COVID. So, thank you. 
very much. Yeah. Hey, well, and you work in a hospital. You work mm -hmm. like go every day to yeah. The hospital, right? right. So I've been out there, and it's mm -hmm. it's uh it's trying. So you know, I'm doing it, and I'm feeling it's uh it's having a time that I can sit and then refresh for that sustainability and think of it in, in a positive way of growing um, as in raising children. You know, it's the same theory. You have to go back and think this, this can be good. This, this will be good. You know, you have to have certain channels in your life and you have to follow through. You can't put it on the shelf. You have to understand why, why I'm feeling these things and work through them, through sitting and meditation. So it's been, you know, thank you very much. Thank you, Mimi. Yeah. Well, I don't know if anybody has anything more to say. Um, if you do, I, we've got a little bit of time. Um, it's been really great to hear you and to share with you. Uh, anybody who hasn't spoken would like to. Well, I like thinking too. <laughs> I really like thinking. Um, but it's refreshing to know that we don't have to accomplish anything when we're just sitting here. So I've been trying to keep that in mind. Um, I do have a question about sustainability. Would you say that it's synonymous with like um, continuity as well? Um, I can't shake this feeling of um, over and over and over and over and over again. And the fresh start kind of ripples through that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's always something and it feels continuous. And even though we plant a garden, the next year we have to do it again and again and again. So there's something sustained in all of that, but it must be fresh at the same time. So I'm just wondering if that's relatable. Totally, totally. I, you know, I think continuity is a great um, thing to think about because we also, you know, this practice, this idea of, I mean, the whole idea of meditating altogether, why we're doing it is, Anyway, for me, it's so that I can be a kind of saner, uh, more awake person in my life, right? And coming that sense of continuity of uh, what we learn in this practice, the, the, you know, the idea of coming back, the idea of taking a break, the idea of, of being kind to ourselves, regardless of what's going on uh, in our mind and just recognizing and sort of feeling it. We haven't really talked about the idea of actually, or a little bit in the meditation posture and so forth, but the idea of embodying a feeling, what it is that we're actually experiencing and um, and then going forward, there's a continuity through the whole of our experience for sure, connecting to our meditation practice. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, we invite you to leave us a rating and review, subscribe, and share this episode with your friends. 
Shambhala NYC also offers a variety of meditation courses for meditators of all levels. Check out our upcoming programs at shambhalanyc.org. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.